0: Welcome to the Interview Chair. My name is Jimmy Casas, and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the Interview Chair. You were genuine, sincere, and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job, and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 14 of the interview chair, elevating student voice in our schools. Do you recall sitting in the interview chair and being asked a question about the importance of giving all students a voice? Interesting, isn't it? We begin our careers with the best of intentions, and for whatever reason, As time passes, we slowly begin to leave them out of the equation. Most building and district leaders recognize the importance of allowing staff to have a voice in decisions that impact the overall culture of a school or district. However, often forgotten is the importance of student agency, and more pressing, the failure on the part of the adults to implement a process whereby students' voice truly matters. I recall an interaction with a former student who was beaming with pride as she shared with me that she had been asked to serve as the student representative during the monthly board meeting. She was thrilled. Jasmine wasn't involved in any activities, but like many students, she cared about her school and took pride in her work. She could hardly wait to represent the voice of the student body. She felt empowered. Jasmine was ready to take her seat at the table and prove to the adults in the room that students should have a voice as well as an opportunity to share their thoughts on decisions that were impacting their education. But her moment never came. The night came and went and Jasmine was never given a chance to speak. One thing was clear. She did have a seat at the table. But unfortunately, she was not given a voice at the table. In schools across the country, you will find educators who recognize the importance of valuing student input and the benefits that come with it, especially as it pertains to school culture. Students are inherently the most important people entering our schools each day, yet, when we talk to students, they often feel powerless, believing that adults still drive most of the decisions, their voices falling on deaf ears. Of course, there are exceptions. I have witnessed many teachers, principals, and schools that have worked diligently to make students feel their voices are valued. I have seen students working as receptionists in the main office answering phones. I have observed students working as assistants in attendance offices, activity offices, and school libraries. In many schools, students still read the daily announcements. In one school I visited, student greeters met me at the main entrance and gave me a tour of the school, beaming with pride upon showing me all of their artwork and other student works. Another school invited me to be part of their student-run television show, and recently I was even a guest on a student-run podcast. However, we need to continue to be diligent and listen to student ideas about how to raise the standard for student voice and participation in every school on every campus. One of my favorite poems about keeping a student's first mindset goes like this. Students are the most important people entering our facilities. Students are not an interruption of our work. They are the purpose of it. We are not doing them a favor by serving them. They are entitled to our service. Students are not cold statistics. They are human beings with feelings and emotions like our own. Students are people who bring us their wants. And it is our job to handle them as expeditiously as possible. Take care of the student. That's why we are here. My hope is that we will commit to being intentional about putting processes into place to elevate the voices of all students, not just some students. Many schools have a group of students that are often called upon to serve as ambassadors in some capacity for teachers and administration, but we need to ensure that all students, especially students like Jasmine, don't get called on to serve and then be left sitting at the table without a voice. Our students are waiting on us. Our culture is depending on it. Picture the following scenario. I'm visiting your school and we walk into a classroom. I ask you, how would you describe the climate and culture of your classroom? How do you respond? Now think about your response and answer the following question. How do you know? See, understanding the learning environment of any classroom is one of the most critical steps in determining student success. Yet, when I ask teachers or principals to describe the environment to me, they often hesitate are unsure in their responses, or aren't confident in the responses, which sounds something like, well, kids love being in here. The teacher has done a great job of creating a positive culture. And then I follow up with the question above, well, how do you know? How do you really know? If we really want to know about the learning environment or climate or culture of any classroom, I think we need to start by collecting information from the most critical voice, the student's voice. After all, aren't they the ones who could best describe to us how they feel about being in a class? I think so. So why don't we take the time to ask them? Are we afraid of what they might say? Is it an issue of time? Do we not truly value their voice? Do we not have a process or a tool to do so? What if we had students complete the following statements in order to give us their perception of their experience in our classrooms or school? Imagine this for a second. Imagine a student answering this question. I hope this class is a place where I can blank. When I lose confidence, I begin to blank. I tend to do better when I can work blank. When I get angry, I blank. One thing I worry about is blank. Two things I am good at are blank. How would the students respond to those questions? Or consider how our students would respond to the, these questions. What is one activity that you enjoy doing in my classroom? What do you like most about this class? How is this class different than the last class you attended? What is one thing about this class that you wish I would change? What do you need from me so you look forward to coming to class every day? Is there one thing that I don't know about you that you would like to share with me? See, the benefit of asking such questions could be threefold. One, the information that we would collect could give us better insight into what students think about how they feel, a feeling that impacts their ability to learn and ultimately the level of their success in our classrooms. Two. We can use the data we gather to help us determine the characteristics and practices that teachers bring to the classroom that allows them to connect better with students, which we can then use to support other staff in their development. 3. The process. When used as a growth tool rather than an evaluative tool, it can create a culture where staff uses student feedback to reflect, identify shortcomings. And use the information and dialogue with students to shift instruction, to change their assessments, to gather feedback, or to change their structures or their rules, as well as our own behavior in order to impact all students in a positive and more effective way. See, we have a tremendous opportunity to take students' voices and their talents to even an, an even greater level. Providing opportunities for your student body to raise their voice and participation is critical and necessary in order to give all students an equal voice in helping lead a school. Yes, students are still the most important people entering our schools. We just need to continue to remind ourselves that we need to put practices into place that value their talents, their voices, their ideas, their enthusiasm, and most importantly, their dreams if we hope to cultivate a culture of excellence where all students and staff walk into school every day ready to lead and change the world. My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair, because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you sure to check out my website at jimmycasas.com backslash the interview chair for links resources and show notes you can follow me on instagram and twitter at casas underscore jimmy if you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair subscribe to spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts to ensure you never miss an episode